Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Reality. Hi, Patricia. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to record another episode with you, Vinny. Me too. I love talking to you, and I I hope everyone else enjoys listening to our voices. And if not, not too bad. (laughs) I wonder, like... If people enjoy listening to us talk for like 30 minutes straight, because like when I listen to my own voice, I get kind of uncomfortable, like, oh, that's really what I sound like. But yeah, thanks no, for I you all to listening. Yeah, thanks for everyone listening. I feel like today you guys might find this episode helpful. I mean, it's hopefully. not that hopefully. I mean, I'm not, like, uh, an expert. I just want to put that out there with the topic. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. But we have Definitely. experience. Exactly. So what are we talking about today, Vinny? We are talking about professional advice and our internship experiences and what we've learned from it, how the pro- how was the entire process of getting there, Um and all that stuff yeah and we both have had two each really different experiences so I think it would be kind of fun for our listeners to be able to see both of us like kind of give our own experiences and talk about the journey that is securing and enduring a college internship yeah, and it could be such a stressful process. And when you see so many people like hustling to get an internship, like it might either like motivate or demotivate you. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen that in a lot of people. Like when someone is getting an internship, like really hustling to like send out applications and stuff. Like some people are like, Oh my god, I need to like like get my shit together but then other people are like oh my god like I'm so demotivated is getting there and I'm not yeah oh for sure and I think there's definitely a lot of pressure for business school students especially like people like us who go to an all business school um, to see everyone else around us like so obsessed with getting internships and so many people getting like really good opportunities that it just puts even more pressure um, and makes things even more stressful than maybe they really even have to be. Exactly, exactly. Run, one, like, really random thing, when I first got to mm-hmm. Bentley, like, I didn't really know, like, I knew internships were a thing, and I really wanted to get one, but when I came back home for the summer... And I was applying to get an internship and I was interviewing and stuff. People just didn't understand where I was coming from with this Mm -hmm. whole wanting to work in the summer. Because back here in Chile, it's not a thing to have an internship. Like people do it during the semester, kind of like a co-op as a requirement for school. Uh So when I was interviewing, they would ask me like, is it a requirement for your school? Are you going to get credit for it? Because they thought that it was part of my schoolwork but it was like no I'm just doing it for the experience and they were so shook at the idea that I was doing it for experience really yeah my like 
people that would interview me would be like later when I got the internship they'd be like why would you want to work during your summer vacation don't you want to enjoy it and I was Mm. like yeah but like I also want to get a job in the future so what do people in Chile do like college students do during the summer do they like just relax hang out and go on vacation or do they do like other types of work such as like working in a restaurant like doing more like service type of jobs no as far as I'm concerned they only go to the beach and they might have some um like part-time jobs like working mm-hmm. in retail things like that kind of like to um have some income for the summer but nothing very professional I'd say so it's really just the summer that's like meant to be relaxing to take time off and then like If they do have a job, it's, like, only part-time so that they can, you know, make some money on the side. Exactamente, Patricia. Wow, interessante. Yeah. (laughs) So, do you want to start off by telling us how you got your first internship and what it was? Okay, sure. So, um, actually, I think I'm going to backtrack a little bit and talk about, you know prior experiences and obviously my um so that it'll lead up to how I got my first internship so basically um in terms of my major it really went through a big transformation the first two years like I mean we were really jumping all over the place I was a marketing major when I first entered quickly changed to this combined major in economics and finance which we call like ecofi and then I was like oh maybe I should just be a straight finance major and then like I was taking my second like finance major class and was like hating it doing so bad in it so I was like okay switching again back to marketing and then I was like oh but I still like economics so And I also like entrepreneurship, but I also like marketing, and I don't know how I'm going to fit all of these interests in, and I ended up deciding on being a business economics major with a concentration in entrepreneurship and then a minor in marketing, which is a mouthful, but basically combines a lot of my interests, Um, and I'm taking like five economics classes, three entrepreneurship classes, and four marketing classes. So really an all-around business degree rather than like honing in on one specific major because I think I was still pretty undecided and I wanted to have the flexibility to pursue a bunch of things. So that's why I came to the major. And with a major like business economics, it, it leaves you with a lot of flexibility with what you want to do. And you kind of either go down two different paths. So one path is going more of like a finance um, and consulting type of route. So it's really behaving as like you're going for the same career path as like a finance major or an economics finance major at my university, um, but just like without taking the finance classes. Um, And then the other route, is going more of the marketing, management, communications, business type of careers. Um, 
that don't really have to do with like finance related things um which is kind of where I decided to go so with all of that in mind the way that I came to my first internship which was at TripAdvisor as a sales intern um was because I had that major and um I had experience working as like a sales rep for a fitness studio the summer before um and then I dropped my resume off at a career fair and they got back to me a couple weeks later and said that we reviewed your resume we think you'd be a really good fit for this position and then interviewed uh did like a couple rounds through Skype interviews and got the position so love that for you that's a long-winded explanation of how I got there but why don't we go ahead and talk about how you got your first internship and then we can kind of dive into some more things about getting securing that first college internship sounds good so this is summer sophomore year right yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i came summer of out, 2019 yes i think yeah you're right so yeah we <laughs> Uh, summer began and I came back to Chile because I was trying to get an internship in the U.S. But it seemed something a little too far-fetched at the time because there was more opportunities for juniors and seniors than there were for um, sophomores. And honestly, I kind of knew that I wanted to come back home, like deep down. So I didn't really try enough to stay. So I got back here and I was kind of like messing around for it. The first, like, three weeks or so, I didn't really know what I was doing with my life. I was going to the mall, shopping, going out and getting food, and just being really whatever and YOLO. And then one day I was like, okay, Vinny, you got to get it together. What are you going to do this summer? Because time is passing and you're doing nothing. So I started applying to a bunch of internships online. I was using Glassdoor and I was also using Indeed. And I found an internship at this tech company um, called Dima Coffee. That is a Chilean company, actually. And I applied for it. Um, I thought it was pretty well suited. It was a marketing and sales position. So I applied. And then a few minutes later, someone calls me. They're like, hi, do you want to come for an interview? And I was like, oh, my God, yes. So I go for an interview that Friday of that week. And and yeah, and I was really nervous. I was very, very nervous. I was so shaky. But I went there. They were super nice. I actually didn't have a suit. So I had to go and buy like a suit for this interview But then when I got there, I realized that I was like too over the top dressed because Fridays is casual day at the office. But I was like in Uh... my heels wearing like full ass suit. But I guess I liked it. And yeah, so that's kind of how I got my internship. It was it was pretty straightforward in how I applied and everything. But but yeah, it was great. I loved it. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, wait, I didn't really and... talk about... Oh, yeah. I didn't really talk about my Go major ahead. and stuff. But yeah, basically, I'm, um, oh, yeah. 
I feel like similar to you, I also went through like a really roller coaster of emotions yeah. when it came to majors. But I started off marketing, then I became finance, then I became like ecofi, then I became econ. Then I was thinking about management and then I ended up in marketing again. So this role was really fitting to what I really wanted to do. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, is there anything that you learned from either looking for an internship or throughout the internship that you think is good advice or useful to people who are looking for their first internship? Um, well, I guess when it comes to looking for an internship, I would say that something that works for me is setting it down, putting it down like on paper, kind of like in a to-do list, because I tend to procrastinate things that I really do, don't want to do. And I feel like writing a bunch of cover letters and and finding applications and things like that is not something that like tends to be a very fun thing so setting it down on paper and like really mentalizing yourself to do it could be helpful at least that's helpful Mm -hmm. for me um what about you Patricia do you have any advice um definitely start early um I wish I had started earlier because I almost want to say, like, I got lucky with the way that I got the internship and um, kind of got it through the career fair, but it's not like I learned my lesson and started it early the next year, because that's a whole other story, but um, definitely start early, uh, definitely brush up on your interviewing skills and just, like, being professional, because those are things that you're expected to know in the workplace, Um do a lot of like practice interview questions like I really tried to prepare for it and always send a thank you email after uh interviews for internships because yeah and also I think one big lesson that I learned through getting that internship was because like I dropped off my resume at a career fair and it wasn't even like our school's like main career fair it was like a specific career fair for like marketing management communication etc related majors and like I just dropped it off didn't really talk to the recruiter that much because I was a little intimidated um and didn't really expect anything of it and then when they emailed me I was like oh wow like wow like I I got it so just like cast your net wide and always look like I want to say always be looking for internships but like keep your eye out for unexpected ways rather than just like applying on online like I mean obviously it works because like you did it but it, it's not always going to be like that straightforward like see the job online apply send a resume and then like you know exactly so yeah that's my advice and how about you um I agree with everything that you said And one more thing I'd like to add is that at the end of the day, interviewers, they just want someone that will fit their work culture and someone that is a nice person and someone that is just genuine. And I think that going to business school, 
I don't know if you pee, but at least I've seen a lot of people that are very like fake it till you make it kind of thing mm-hmm. and don't really yeah. show like their true personality and I don't want to say are fake but just my put out a different kind of like image or personality to what they really are but I kind of have like really strong feelings against that and I believe that interviewers are able to see right straight off the bat who's like a genuine person who's not and they just want a fun person that's also dedicated and that knows what they're doing maybe I'm saying that because I'm a marketing major so it's less I guess like it might be more personable than another career but but yeah just be genuine be yourself when you're talking to recruiters and don't be afraid to ask questions and to reach out and don't think that you're being annoying I think that is something that I used mm-hmm. to think a lot before like oh my god I'm not gonna ask yeah. so many questions because they're gonna think I'm so annoying but I think asking the right amount of questions is good and I really like what you said about being yourself because also like you want to show them what your true personality is like because they're also trying to think about are you going to make a really good fit in the company culture and the team and you might fake your way into getting this internship or a job but then as it turns out like they didn't really your true personality isn't really matching what they wanted and then it might not be a good experience uh for you or for them like as they originally thought that it would be so like I guess always try to that's another reason why you shouldn't like fake fake who you are necessarily or fake your personality because it might end up backfiring like further down the road exactly exactamente and mm-hmm. kind of moving forward into like our actual internship so I want to ask you P what is something that or a couple of things that you learned through your internship things that you liked or you didn't like and it helped you grow professionally so I think one thing that I liked oh there's a couple things that I liked but within my particular program I liked making connections with other um, interns because I think that's really useful to network with people who are your age Um, And I also enjoyed, um, they had these kind of, like, new hire, like, training informational sessions. So, like, the way that I, the way that it worked is they would bring all the new hires in. And, like, since I was an intern, they, like, let us join them, too. But we were also, like, placed with, like, people who were full-time, like, in other positions that are higher up. And every week there would be like a person who's in charge of the specific function for our department so whether it would be like the person in charge of the marketing department or the person in charge of like product management or in charge of like uh user experience or software development and they would come in and kind of give the rundown of how it works from their side but contributing to our like business unit and that was really cool because I got to see like different areas of the company and p- people doing different roles and I got to see like 
oh wow like what the marketing department is like really cool and like I would love to do that or oh like what the like product management like what the product management people do is like also really interesting like how can I try to get into that or maybe I should talk to that person more um to see like how I can get my foot in the door so like I think an internship is like a good way not only to learn like if you like the specific role that you've been assigned like when I was doing sales like obviously I was testing like whether or not I wanted to pursue sales as a career but also like there will be opportunities for you to see like what other careers within like that company are doing and that's a good way to see like oh wait maybe I like wish I'd rather be doing that instead of like what I'm doing now yeah wait that's so good that at least like you got the opportunity to network with a lot of people so you were not kind of closed off in you know your little bubble of sales you also got to see what other people were doing and kind of put yourself in that position and be like oh like maybe that is something I'd be interested in or that is something that I definitely don't like and also getting to know other people's experiences and how they got there is very useful so that's Mm -hmm. awesome exactly and what about you is there anything that particularly stood out to you um during your first internship um yeah definitely like the interpersonal um relations part of the internship like learning how to work with my boss and communicate with her and with other people from the team and also um kind of people that were managers but they were not my bosses kind of like learning how to say no to things that I just knew I couldn't do because I first had to mm-hmm. do things from my boss and I think that that is something that a lot of people might be able to relate to that because you're an intern people that are a little higher up might feel entitled to tell you to do stuff for them but yeah but it's important to politely be like oh like I'm actually working for this and this person and I'm doing this once I'm done with that I could totally help you out that is something that I struggle with a lot um and my boss had like a personal conflict with this other person that was telling me to do stuff so I was like the middleman um so that's like a whole different story but but yeah just like I learned that even if I'm an intern I'm not there to do bitch work only like I do have a voice I do have the opportunity to be like actually like no I'm sorry I cannot do that and like prioritize things so that is one thing I learned which I didn't know going into it I thought that I was just like a yes machine um Mm-hmm. oh wow. yeah that's good I also what else did I, I learned a lot about I learned how to deal with long hours you know because we worked from oh we yes. worked from 8 45 until 6 oh, yeah wow. which I don't know why hours in Chile are so long but they're really long so I had to like divide up my day into little like segments so that it would try mm-hmm. to like it would feel like it was going by quicker um yeah that is that was a big thing and it's something that I'm kind of afraid of for the future like working in a corporate job long hours but but yeah that is kind of a few little lessons that I learned Mm -hmm. 
I agree with you on the long hours thing. Like, I mean, luckily I only had to work eight hours a day. And they said, like, interns, like, don't, like, please don't work more than eight hours a day. Like, this is just supposed to be an internship. But even still, like, I just felt like it was so long. Like, I remember the first couple of weeks, I was just developed a really bad caffeine addiction because, like, if I didn't drink, like, at least two coffees a day, I would be so tired, like, by 3 p.m. And the worst is when, like, you're tired and then you, like, look at the clock and it's like, I still have to find a way to be sitting like this and, like, working like this for two and a half more hours or two more hours. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. I Don't you think that when it hits Friday, like, the, the entire, oh like atmosphere is just so different like so happy and so like it's just like a feeling that I cannot compare to do you did you feel that yeah I did agree that like people were always super happy that it was Friday but like within the company they had this policy called like summer Fridays so you're either allowed to take like I, I think the rule was like every other week you could take a full day off or every week you could take a half day on Friday. So Fridays were kind of dead because people were either taking half days or every other week taking full days off. And I remember specifically in August, like people were really using that time to like start a vacation. Like, because, you know, like people normally take vacations in August because it's summer here. So yeah, like, it would be kind of dead, but still, like, fun vibes. Like, everyone's like, oh, weekend, woohoo. That's so fun. Oh, I love that. I don't know about you, but I'm a huge supporter of a four-day week. Oh, same. Same. I really don't know why we need to work for five days. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping <laughs> that because of, like, after covid and things like that like obviously things are not going to go like 100% back to normality i hope that there's more flexibility within the workplace once we kind of yeah enter our jobs and navigate all that cuz a lot of companies now like you obviously know this have like flexibility with like oh one day you could work from home or things like that but i hope it becomes more of like a prominent thing with more companies not that I'm I don't want to like go to an office and do work it's just like I want to do work on my terms you know I agree I agree and definitely more like work from home days like built in and like because it just makes your life so much easier I mean for me personally like I I'm someone who, like, does not want to have a job that's, like, entirely remote because I think I would just get super lonely, but I would love a job that's, like, oh, like, you can work, like, two days a week from home or something like that because that would definitely bring in a lot of, like, relief of, like, I don't have to get dressed up and commute for two days a week. I agree with you. I think that's, that's a very fair thing to want like two days a week remote 
mm-hmm. like a like a Wednesday and a Friday or something. Yeah. Oh, that would be so nice because then it's like hump day, like the middle of the week, you get to relax, and then Friday, obviously, yeah, we can like. Oh, yeah. I love it. I've recently discovered nice. that I love working from bed, which is totally. It goes against, like, my entire work ethic. I'm very, like, a desk person. I need to, like, be in a desk to work. But mm-hmm. for my... Yeah, you've always been a desk person. Yeah. But now I find that I am so productive. Immediately when I wake up, like, literally five minutes after I wake up and working from bed, that's when I get the most work done. Like, I know that I need to do important stuff then because I'm going to get it done quick. Wow, so interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I feel like I'm like the opposite. I get like really slow starts to the morning. <laughs> like, ugh, I'm still asleep. But I've always been like a work from bed person. Like, even throughout the school year, I love doing homework from bed. I think I get like the most work done. Um, but for me, it's been the opposite. Like, I've been trying to break out of that shell and like sit at my desk that's like in my home office um for this inter the internship that I had like this past year that was remote um because I know like if well I mean now it's like who even knows if we're ever going to go back to the office but if like uh we do go back to the office and like next year I have a full-time job then like I'm you know not going to have the opportunity to work from bed so I'm like okay I have to like train myself to like know how to work like sitting (laughs) up straight I think that's a I think that's a really good plan yeah wait also something really random so Mm -hmm. when you said that like in school you get the most work done from bed I Mm -hmm. remember like sometimes going to your room and seeing you like working in your bed and stuff and that Mm low-key motivated me to work from bed but like not in a bad way like in a good way because you looked so cozy and comfortable but also productive (laughs) and I was like wait I want to try that out oh my gosh and you know what you need the uh the ultimate like work from bed accessory is a lap desk I'm actually like my phone and like my laptop are on a lap desk right now and that's how I'm recording this podcast oh, wow <laughs> but um like you have a lap like a lap desk will literally change your life because it makes it so much more er- like okay like working from bed is not ergonomic but like work like working from bed in a lap desk is slightly more ergonomic yeah and your back is just so much comfier like my back is so much comfier when I work from bed Mm -hmm. yeah I need to get you a lap desk because it's literally or a lap dance okay didn't know that I mean this is a professional (laughs) podcast episode so like we can take it down that route if you want let's keep it fresh okay yeah perfect (laughs) oh my gosh it's like late for both of us so I feel like we're just like anything goes yeah literally at this hour I I don't really Mm -hmm. have much of a filter um Mm -hmm. but kind of to wrap things up I want to ask Patricia do you have any last words of advice for any listeners that 
might be looking for internships or or any professional advice in general so i've been watching a lot of tiktoks about like career hunting and professionalism lately because you know that's like my main source of information tiktok (laughs) which is so sad but actually like i've been getting a lot of good advice um and one thing is whenever you're applying online or honestly whenever you're applying for any job try to have what they call a warm intro so basically like applying cold is when you just kind of like apply for a company have no connections, like, have no ties with the company, haven't really, you know, talked to a recruiter or, like, done any kind of, like, work besides submitting a resume and filling out the application. But uh, what I've learned is, like, always try to have a warm intro. So either, like, having a conversation with a recruiter at a career fair, connecting with them on LinkedIn and, like, chatting about them or chatting with them about, like, the position or something like that, or maybe looking through your network and seeing if there's anyone that you know who's already working at that company and seeing if you can talk to them, maybe like have a 15-minute networking conversation and then see if they can give you a referral, Um, something like that because like if you have a warm warm, uh, intro as opposed to a completely cold introduction, that you have a much, much higher chance of getting a response back um, and getting an interview. Wow, that's great advice. I'm going to use that. Thank you. Yes, we both will. You know yeah. we're both about to use it as we're looking for full-time jobs. Yes. Oh, my God. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring that up. It's all right. It's something I think about sometimes, occasionally. Once in a blue moon. It's just so weird because like, I always used to think about, like, like, when I apply for full-time jobs, like, it just seemed like a phase of my life that I knew would be so stressful. And then it's finally here, and I'm like, shit, like, it's here. This is, like, this is it. I have to do it. Yeah. And it's just like, ugh. of course it comes in at a time when the economy is bad. Of course. But, of course. Of but course. I feel like, I feel like things are going to work out. They always mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Whether there's... They always do whether someone goes through like long periods like struggling at the end of the day like something comes up always Mm. so yes and what about you or do you have any last tidbits of advice um yes actually i do a last tip or advice (laughs) i have is actually something i've been doing lately is i go on linkedin and i search for people at companies that I would like to work at and I kind of like stock their history and I see like stuff that they've been doing and I send out a lot of messages uh, to connect with people and just like to get my name out there but also like to hopefully get a informational call with them but another Mm -hmm. cool thing I've been doing is I go to jobs and I search for um, for example marketing or digital marketing whatever it is that I'm interested in and I look for the postings yeah. and I look at the requirements and then I make a list of like in a separate Google sheet, I make a list of like all the technical skills that keep repeating themselves that seem to be really important. 
um so that I could like talk Mm -hmm. about them during interviews and like train myself like get certifications things like that so that like I know that I'm prepared whether it's like for an internship or for full-time things like that because oh that's so smart because at the end of the day technical skills are quite important um and it just like helps you stand out from anybody else Mm -hmm. so that is my word of advice very that's a very good tip and I think it's good to be like strategic in that type of way like to try to maximize like you know try to anticipate what they're going to ask and like try to see what they're looking for and like do it before you know the interview comes and they're like oh like what experience do you have with google analytics and you're like what's google analytics Analytics. oh my god yeah but Yeah. yeah I'm happy that we spoke about professionalism. I feel like both of us have so much more to say about it because we're hashtag business bitches, but also like in the Alpha Kappa Psi business fraternity. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. But I guess we could keep it chill for now and we could have other professionalism podcasts in the future. Of course. Yes, I'm looking forward to talking more about career advice and professional topics with you in the future. Yeah, me too. Yeah, That's it for today. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed our podcast and thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.